Hello, my name is Laura Camacho and I'm the CEO and founder of Mixonian Institute and this is the Speak Up podcast where we talk about the things you need to know in order to get better at your craft, to hone your craft and become a thought leader. This is episode 43 and it's called Dunkirk's Lesson on the Use of Persuasive Creativity. It's kind of a long title, but I love the theme of creativity and how that impacts your ability to influence others. And this is near the anniversary of the launching of the Dunkirk rescue mission. Few people realize that it takes massive creativity to be persuasive these days. Traditionally, to win people over, the common wisdom has been to tie the speaker's goals to the interest of the audience. Appealing to the motives of your audience is necessary, but it's not sufficient to create a response in itself. People make decisions for both rational and emotional reasons. In our wealthy society, and I mean in comparison to the rest of the world, creativity is even more important than ever. There are simply too many options and people have become hyper aware of being taken advantage of or being deceived. So now you have to catch people off guard just to get their full attention, even when it benefits them. And I want to make a note here about persuasion because some people feel that it's icky or manipulative. And it's a tool. It's a way of winning people over, which you can do for good or not. But I can tell you, for example, that dentists are trying to persuade people to floss their teeth. And that's a perfectly good use of persuasion. And any kind of thought leader is by definition, creatively persuasive. When looking to encourage creative thinking on your team or strengthening your position as a thought leader, military strategy is probably not the first go-to, even though such tactics have been effectively used for thousands of years. Remember the Trojan horse? Oh, look, the Greeks feel so bad about what they did. They left us a gift. Another creative military success was, is the more recent case of Colonel Dan Morgan in the American Revolutionary War, who totally faked out the Redcoats to win a battle in South Carolina. The trap worked because the Brits were not expecting sharpshooters. What Morgan did was to hide skilled marksmen in between layers of unskilled shooters, meaning farmers, and in the 1781 Battle of Cowpens, Using this unexpected faking strategy enabled the untrained Americans to kill or capture 900 redcoats. And then more recent, Dunkirk. It worked because it was completely unexpected. The Dunkirk evacuation began uh, May 27, 1940. And over the next eight days, a total of 338,226 English soldiers were successfully brought back across the English Channel while under attack on all sides. Additionally, a total of 140,000 French, Polish, and Belgian troops were rescued. The Germans weren't able to quash many of the smaller boats because they weren't prepared to fight that type of resistance. The success of this creative rescue mission is a major factor in shoring up the confidence of the average British citizens and inspiring them to dig in and fight despite really impossible circumstances. What makes creative persuasion work is the unexpected. And Winston Churchill was always saying things that surprise people. 
Even his final decision to fight Germany was unexpected. We shall defend our island whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. And we shall fight in the hills and we shall never surrender. That was his famous speech that won over the British uh, to decide to fight. And science backs this up. Research from Emory and the Baylor University College of Medicine may have discovered why some people actually crave the unexpected. The human brain finds unexpected pleasure more rewarding than expected pleasure. And that's exactly the way humor works. You're led down one path of thinking by the comedian, and then suddenly he or she changes directions in a totally unexpected and funny way. I recently discovered the comedian Michael Jr. And in the airport, he's greeted by this young white fan, and he asks the boy his name. I'm Tanner, the boy says. No, you're not, says Michael Jr. And if you don't know who Michael Jr. is, you'll have to look him up to see why that's really funny. Uh, Here's some persuasive examples of creativity and thought leadership from across the board. Like when Apple started packaging their computers like fine jewelry, uh, or when a business sends a cute, adorable card in the mail for no reason. When writer Alexandra Franson opens her workshop by singing, a workshop on writing, that is, that's totally unexpected and delightful. And of course, it helps that her mother is an opera singer. These days, or especially this past week, I was meeting with lots of different people, and we typically share what books we're reading. And I'm actually reading a tome on Catholic theology by the late Bishop Bishop Fulton Sheen. That was surprising. Uh, Even using an unexpected emoji can catch an audience attention, a creative metaphor. Here's some examples. Uh, He sulked like a civil servant passed over for promotion, wrote Dostoevsky. An analogy, uh, in a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. That was Martin Luther King Jr. Or a comparison like this one. The pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. That was Winston Churchill. It makes the message clear and delightfully persuasive. In your presentation, elements of surprise can include a product demonstration, unexpected use of media, or even audience activities. Uh, Sometimes speakers surprise their audience with a gift, either to random audience members, or sometimes it's taped to the bottom of their seats. So when you need to win people over and you want to have more influence, deliver an unexpected point of view or deliver your point of view in an unexpected way. Think of an unanticipated benefit, unusual delivery time, a surprisingly personal story, humor, or sheer personality. You can also do this by starting the audience down this path where they think they know where they're going and then you switch it up on them, you know, plot twist. So here's your action item. Notice how surprise delights you in the movies you watch, the conversations you enjoy, and customer experiences. This is going to help you come up with your own ways to surprise your different audiences. 
So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, if you did enjoy, please leave a five-star review. I uh, remember we're on the internet at mixonian.com. That's M as in Mary, I-X-O-N-I-A-N.com. And I take on a few uh, private coaching clients, but mostly give uh, workshops on these kinds of topics in companies. Have a great day. Goodbye.